hi everyone and welcome to the cutaways podcast i'm ashley and i'm justine are you doing your walter Cronkite? yes i am again? <laughs> <laughs> well after i eased us into on that introduction mm. 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 What's our podcast? Oh yeah, our podcast. (laughs) I'm Walter Cronkite, and I can't read a teleprompter. I don't quit your day job. Nope, never. Mm -mm. I don't have one. No, so I can't quit it. (sighs) What's our podcast about? So our podcast is all about romantic comedies and dick jokes. Apparently, yeah. Sorry, Dad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we watch uh, romantic comedies in chronological order. We are uh, exploring the genre and... Uh, we took a deep, deep dive. Deep dive. Deep, deep. Mm. The deepest dive. The deepest of dives. I don't know anybody who has watched more rom-coms than me, except for Hinkley, because Hinkley, I think, has seen every <laughs> single rom-com ever. That is his life. Yeah. That's how he like gets energy. He strives energy from the rom-com. Wow. That's a weird superpower. But it's also kind of a Hinkley superpower. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what are we watching today? Today. How are we feeding Hinkley? How are we feeding? I wonder if Hinkley has seen this one. This one's a a, a deep cut. Mm. Uh, 2000s Return to Me. That sounds like someone's going to die. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Someone dies. I'm going to lay it all right here okay. in the description from DVD.com, which you can't get this on DVD.com because they don't have it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but they've got a place for it. they got a place. There's a place for us. <laughs> Somewhere. Okay. Over the rainbow. <laughs> way up high. Okay. Here's the here here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go now. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Lynn Manuel. <laughs> Jesus Lynn. I'm on vacation. It's just twenty four seven. Taking over her life. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> yeah, you crazy Puerto Rican man who dressed up like <laughs> J Lo. Okay. Now here's the description. In this engaging tale, a Chicago architect donates his wife's heart after she's tragically killed in an accident. Oh my god. A year later, he falls in love with a plucky waitress, only to learn that she's the woman who received the heart. What? Let's break it down. Break it, break it, break it down. I'm terrified. Chicago, rom-com trope. Architect, rom-com trope. Dead wife, rom-com. Plucky waitress, rom-com trope. Ashley, what do you think? Uh, it's going to be sad. Is it going to be sad? It's either going to be sad. Like, it's it's love. It love. Love goes on. My heart will go on literally. I know. <laughs> and that song makes me cry. <laughs> Not because it makes me emotional, but because it's just it makes me angry that it's so overused. Oh, and I'm I. This whole idea of donating organs, it's just, it's like, it's a little too, it's too soon, guys. You're not donating, what? What's too soon? I don't know. It's just, it feels too soon. For what? For him to fall in love with a plucky waitress a year later after donating his heart's organ, his his wife's organ. I don't know. It's I don't soon. know. David Duchovny, how is this going to happen? Oh, David Duchovny, the star of this tale. <laughs> You know, we saw him in Working Girl, which was his first role. 
Oh my god, I forgot he was in Working Girl. Just like this random extra party guest. I know, he was really easy to ignore because Harrison Ford, man. Yeah, but then you were like, David Duchovny. Mm. He was like one of my crushes when I was a child. <laughs> he terrified me from a young age. What? what? Have I never told you my X-Files story? Oh, no. So, I used to do this thing, and I I stopped doing it shortly after I saw Independence Day this way. Um, where my, my mother would put me in bed and we used to have a hallway. Oh, you did tell me this. That had like this arch doorway that if you sat in the right position in that doorway, you couldn't be seen because you were hidden by the dining room table, but you could see the television. (laughs) And I watched X-Files one night and it was like a baseball team got murdered. And then there was a hand. I vividly remember this hand sticking out of this baseball field mm-hmm. and being terrified. Mm. And then then I watched Independence Day and I was terrified of aliens for a good five years where I had to tell myself that the aliens weren't going to abduct me at what? night. Yeah. Oh my God. You would have hated my bedroom as a child because <laughs> it was all like alien and X-Files themed. I had like an alien themed birthday party for like my 12th birthday. I just didn't want to be taken. Oh man, I wrote fan. I wrote X Files fan fiction about being, being ab- abducted. My my friend Brendan and I we would we would play X Files. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, memories. Memory, all alone in the moonlight. This movie also stars Minnie Driver, who was in Gross Point Blank, a movie that I promptly forgot. With Cusack. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I didn't like it. And also in this movie is Carol O'Connor, and it was his last movie he was ever in. <laughs> sad. Yep. This movie is just sad. It's okay. But it's directed by Bonnie Hunt. That's why we're doing it. It's directed by Bonnie Hunt, and you love her, and she I was in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> she, was, she was the voice of reason in Jerry Maguire. So, and then she directed this movie. This is the only, like, feature she's directed. Bonnie, direct, direct more, please. Yeah. Be the voice of reason for our generation. We need it. <laughs> Badly. This movie was edited by Garth Craven, who edited My Best Friend's Wedding. And the first assistant editor was Jennifer Apple. Nice. And the assistant editor was William Danaher. Nice. And the post-production assistant is Willow Craven. I wonder if they're related. I think they're related. I'm going to guess daughter. Daughter, yeah. I'm guessing daughter. Nepotism? Yeah. But she only had like three three of these credits and then that's it. Maybe she like tried it for a bit and yeah. then said, nah. Nah, brah. Yeah. Walked. Yeah. Unfortunately, this movie's rated PG. Damn it, Bonnie. Holy crap, it's long. It's stupid long. It's an hour and 55 minutes. Ugh. And it's rated... 3.5 stars on DVD.com, which makes no sense because it's not even on DVD.com. Yeah. The end. How are we going to watch it today? Amazon. Oh, okay. It's on Amazon. <laughs> it's I just on wanted Amazon. to make sure. You can rent it on Amazon. Go Amazon. Boop, boop, Archiving boop, boop. movies forever until next month when we don't have internet net neutrality anymore and we're all going to just cry. Yep. Well, maybe Return to Me will cheer you up. I doubt it. It sounds sad. Okay, let's watch it. <laughs> Return to me. Sing the song, Ashley. I'm the wind. <laughs> I make things weird.
that's this movie in a nutshell. Those devil wins. Them devil wins. Where do we begin? At the beginning. Was there a beginning? Ah, man. This movie had a lot of mistakes. <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> Mistake. I'm sorry, Bonnie Hunt. I'm so sorry, Bonnie Hunt. I mean, she really wanted this movie to work. She was a producer on half of the original songs. She wrote... And cha- like story-wise, and then wrote the script and then directed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a passion project for her. That's for sure. Story-wise, it, it just didn't work. It's like one of those. Don't you think it's weird when people get transplants and then like meet, they fall in love, and fall in love? Yeah. Like, does that ever happen? Like, we should totally make a movie about that. But, like, does it happen? Does it happen? You said something. What did you say? So, when you get a transplant, uh, science has actually been trying to, to, to pinpoint this because for a long time, it was even just, like, a minor organ would get transfer transplanted and you would, like, have slight personality changes and certain likes would become light. Like, there's reports of people who don't like a certain vegetable all of a sudden Mm. love a certain vegetable after they've gotten a transplant and they're like 50 years old so it's very weird and some people experience personality changes um and there was a study that actually just came out a couple months ago that talked about how you're you're receiving someone else's dna so it makes sense that your body would have a certain change to that because your dna is mutated Mm -hmm. because you've introduced a new dna dna source it's just like being pregnant. Right. Right. Like women have certain things that change because of their baby's DNA being different. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it completely makes sense to me that, you know, they would feel mm-hmm. like they've known each other because in a sense, she has changed. She is. She has this other woman's heart. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird the way that they went about it. One, David Duchovny. Like, who Ugh. is David Duchovny? <laughs> like, Cardboard Man. Oh, my God. All the acting was terrible, except oh. for Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt was wonderful. Minnie Driver was... Meh. Everybody was a cardboard character except for Bonnie Hunt and Jim Belushi. Yeah. Like, I know more about Bonnie Hunt and Jim Belushi than I know about David Duchovny and Minnie Driver. <laughs> David Duchovny is just like school for overacting. And it was like theater drama. Like, why? 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 And then the pouty lip thing. Oh, and yeah. I'm a serious actor. <laughs> it uh. just, and he never, like, he was always very flat. Mm-hmm. Like, he just was so m- monotone in a sense. He was goofy in the beginning a little bit, but then, like, that quickly went away yeah nobody was attractive in this movie (laughs) nobody maybe jim belushi yeah just a little just a little (laughs) that dance yeah that one was great the shirtless kitchen dance you're like okay okay (laughs) you can get it (laughs) like you're not visually great to look at but this is fun this is this is it was the attitude yeah yeah it was the attitude you know Right. You can be sexy with just an attitude. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the most sexy part. You got yeah. the confidence. You got the attitude. 
get it you can have you can have the attitude but not have the confidence and not have the looks and you're still sexy yeah which goes for me oh you little sexy little muffin you i am the most like i've i've tried for sam (laughs) it's just not like he just busts up laughing so it's just like why try just (laughs) just be goofy go Um, with it yeah I'm all for goofy. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my that's my thing too. It's just the laughing. The well, awkward the awkward sexy time yes. is always great. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean like and then it's not bad. It's just hilarious yeah. and fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The editing in this movie. Oh my god, all the dissolves. Oh the dissolves. I like had whiplash from all the dissolves. Guys, dissolves are not the answer to your problems. No. If a straight cut doesn't work, a dissolve is going to make it worse. It's, no. <laughs> Step away from the dissolve. And I like dissolves. I'm old school and I like the long dissolves. No. But like where necessary. Okay, you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very fashionable at the moment. I hate I hate fades to black in the middle of a movie unless it's like incredible. I like cuts to black. I hate I fades like cuts to, black. to black. I did a cut to black and face to face. Yeah, no, that worked. Yeah. See, unless it's an absolutely necessary, I'm like, I don't want a fade to black elicits this is an ending of sorts. Yeah. Like what well, you usually see a, a fade to black at the at the end of act two of movies. Yes, and I hate it. Really? I don't like it unless it's at the very end of the movie or it's a very end of a series. Mm. But what if there's time passage? Then you just do the slow you You, you can gotta give do- the audience the breather. <laughs> Yeah, and you can do that with like a sunrise or a sunset or or some type of B roll that that still keeps you in the space. A black a, a a black thing to me, it just means a stoppage. Like it it works in plays because that's intermission and you get you, you do get a, a breather or whatever. But plays are normally like what five hours long. It's sometimes three <laughs> three. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's. You know, I noticed this in you got Ma- you've got mail. They did the passage of time. They didn't go to black, I don't think, but they went to um what are the flowers on trees? Yes. Like yeah. so it's like, "Oh, springtime." Yeah. And you see students carrying baseball mitts. <laughs> yeah, you just you you, you elicit a, a passage of time visually instead of to me it's a cop out. It is such yeah, a cop out. You are depending do... on your editor to fix your shit. Yeah. And that's not from as from an editor brain of mine it's like that's not creative that doesn't give that doesn't uh, like give the editor a chance to be creative within its when it within their transitions or create a kind of motif for the film it it becomes this crutch Mm -hmm. that you fall back on that i just i don't like it i really don't like it this movie needs to go to dissolves anonymous (laughs) yes da da Dumbledore's army. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although they could probably teach you how to deal with the proper dissolve. Although they did it. That, uh, the, the. Which Harry Potter are you angry about today? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter is the Deathly Hallows. Right before um, Voldemort goes to get the, the wand from Dumbledore's grave, which is just that totally misplaced. Weird. Yeah. And they well they they faded to black right before yeah. that, and then all of a sudden we're back with Voldemort, and I'm uh. like, no, we ended this chapter now. Go back, and then they reshowed it. Yeah, and I'm like, which movie am I watching? Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, that that. Uh. 
It doesn't work. No. Just do what they did in the books and you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't need to misplay. And they even put him getting the wand earlier. Yeah. In the timeline in the movie version than they did in the book version. Well, he because he gets it way later. Yeah, because you're supposed to be confused about it. Yes. You're supposed to be like, oh, it was this the whole time. Yes. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> not really, but it's been 10 years. Come it, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For realsies. Because in the book, it made... Okay, we're, we're totally diverting from this movie because we have to discuss this. So, in, in book timeline, he gets it right before the Battle of Hogwarts, which totally makes sense because then he goes on a tear with the wand. Yeah. Because he's got the death wand. So, let me use my death stick and murder everybody at Hogwarts. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Even though it wasn't really the, the elder wand. It was, but it wasn't. It, he didn't own it. Yes, yes, it was the physical wand, but Draco had the yes. actual elder wand yes. because he's the one that. Uh, it was like placebo death stick. The placebo death stick. <laughs> That's my new electronic band. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but so then, when you move it in the movie, you he got it way too soon. Yeah, so it's just like I've got this weapon. What, yeah. And so we la, 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 la. then because <laughs> what they should have done, they should have waited and the Gringotts shit should have happened at the end of the <gasps> first movie. Yes. And then they're flying off in the dragon and that's how you end it because you don't know what's going on. See, I can cut a better fucking movie than what they did in fucking Harry Potter Deathly Hallows part one. Mm, camping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then like that propels the journey and then it gives the battle of hogwarts this whole expansive time mm-hmm. instead of compressing it down into the the back hour of yeah the, or, and of them the being movie. like god we really need these last three horcruxes yeah <laughs> you should have you should have consulted your editor on where to cut the movie <laughs> when you were you know in pre-production because he was still the editor <sighs> mark day i know his name thank you ash that's always bothered me that voldemort scene <laughs> Really? So uh, this movie, Return to Me, really wanted to be Moonstruck, is my vibe. That's the vibe I got. It wanted to be like a big Catholic family movie. Uh, Moonstruck. Yeah, but Moonstruck was like Italian, So, but this is like Irish-Italian. Irish-Italian. Which apparently is a thing in Chicago. Uh, Actually, I believe it. Uh, yeah. They're all right there. Yeah. On the north side. Yeah. Like right, and I thought right that other guy was Polish too. I've I had like West Side vibes and North Side vibes. Yeah, but not far West Side. You no. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Northwest. I think I don't remember. I don't remember like anymore. Before Wrigleyville, like I'm thinking in like betr- way further. Way than that. oh, you're thinking way further west. Blue Line. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's I'm thinking of Red Line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High five for Chicago! Yay! Apparently, we need to go back. <laughs> Sandra, do you want to go to Chicago? Let's go to Chicago! Not right now. It's too cold. Aw. Let's knock this sucker out. Um, Gorilla Lady. Gorilla Lady. Elizabeth. Who we didn't know her name until an offhanded comment made by the random old guy at the party. That that was like 20 minutes into the movie. That intro was so long. And it was so anxiety inducing. Yeah. It's just like she has to die at some point because mm. a stupid description said she dies. We knew she was going to die. And we're just like, what tragic accident is going to happen? Is she going to get mauled by lions? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> She's like, gonna get in a random Lincoln Park accident with the the cart, the tiger cart. Yeah, I thought they were gonna get like sideswiped by like a truck or something, and then it's raining, like, and then she's thought on Lakeshore. Yeah. Oh God! It's just the whole beginning. I'm just analyzing like, when's she gonna die? When's she gonna <laughs> die? And then the dog was waiting at the door. I know. I'm like, the dog knows. The dog knows she's dead, and then she walks in. Oh, she's not dead yet. <laughs> When's she going to die? And then David Duchovny uses the hairdryer up her ass, which is <laughs> so mean. Again, grudges that I will hold forever. Damn. <laughs> to clarify for our listeners, he did not use a hairdryer up her ass. <laughs> okay, he blew it up her ass. Yeah, he, he blew the hairdryer on her bum in an affectionate manner. It was gross. <laughs> this was not kinky shit in the first five <laughs> minutes of... This PG rom-com. <laughs> it would have been better with that kinky shit. <laughs> you say that. Do you want to go back to Cousin Bet? <laughs> no. no. Okay, so we meet Bob, who's an architect. He's not an architect. He's a builder, as they said at He's one Bob point. the Builder. He's Bob the Builder. He's Bob the Builder. <laughs> and um, Julia Roberts from Mystic Pizza. Yep. So... Bob's wife works with gorillas at the zoo, and she wants to make a bigger gorilla house. Because they go crazy if they're in a tiny space. And this is the Lincoln Park Zoo in Lincoln Park. Uh, Bob's wife, Elizabeth, preparing for a speech that she's giving that night at a fundraiser to raise money to build this habitat. I thought the gorilla was going to kill her. (laughs) They would not build the habitat at that point. But I was confused, okay? No, yes. There were lots of mixed signals in the first 15 minutes of this movie. At the hospital, Minnie Driver is there. Her character's name is Grace. Well, she's Catholic. Of course, it's Grace. And she's got Bonnie Hunt, who's probably her sister. That was left unclear. Sister or bestie, who knows? Probably best. I don't know. Unclear. Unclear relationship to Bonnie Hunt. There's just a relationship there. Yeah. She's very sad. She says, I'm never going to get a heart. And And then she quotes Citizen Kane. (laughs) So back at the event, they're dancing. Then we cut to or dissolve. There were lots of There were so many dissolves. Right at this point. Unnecessarily. There were like 15 in a 10 minute span. Yeah. And then there's a car accident. We don't see the car accident, but... Then we are at the hospital. and We dissolve from them dancing mm-hmm. to David Duchovny with a very terrible Jackson Pollock blood spattered yeah. shirt. Yeah. And then the people, the, the nurses are like, car accident, hit the right side. She's been unconscious ever since. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Nurse talk. And then that's it. And then, um, oh, we go, we dissolve to the Italian restaurant. <laughs> and they get a call yeah the grandpa. with a creepy zoom camera oh my god there were two zooms in this movie unnecessary uh, i don't want to see any zooms. strange no zoom zoom into the phone get the zoom the fuck out of there. get the zoom the fuck out of there the fuck out of there zoom take some dissolves with you <laughs> get your camera move it out of here get the camera there were some weird cam- like also the the shot of mini driver on the bike was handheld and mm. it was like terrible handheld. It was before like a steady cam was actually like steady cam protocol was used. They were just shooting at the back of a van. That's what we did yeah, when yeah. we were and shooting. So in they Chicago. were like, it was just like, didn't it? Didn't it? 
Bouncy bounce. I am Tigger. (laughs) That's what it was like. So Bob goes home and he cries a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Sitting next to the door with the dog. Yeah. The dog made me sad. Yeah. The dog was the best part of the movie. He made me feel things. The dog had good acting. The dog was a great, great actor. Grandpa prays and then Grace has surgery. And then we dissolve to a year later. But it's not. It looks like it's just the next day. It looks like it's just the next day. But Grace is there in the backyard painting the backyard. See, how this movie should have been is... Fade to black? No. Just kidding with you now. <laughs> how I would have done it is, one, they needed to cut down the beginning. Like, we, Oh, my God. We didn't need this whole explanation of... This is his wife and she this is like they love each other. We could have gone from her talking to the gorilla right to cut uh, cut from her leaving to go to the party. Her talking at the party. Blah 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 blah. Gorilla gorilla need house. Then cut from the party to her going to the hospital. Like it condense it all down to like 8 minutes. I could condense it even further. <laughs> well, you could, but I'm saying for like the emotional impact, I would my hit my level would be eight minutes. We start out at the hospitals. <laughs> no, that would be to keep the gorilla storyline, though. But he can tell anybody in dialogue about the gorilla. True, because they have lots of dates. They do get to know each other, and he could be like, "Well, I'm working on this thing. It's my life. It's my wife's last wish to give this gorilla a new home." Yes and no. I still would like to, I would have liked to see at least some of the party. I wanted to see her just so that I knew who she was. I didn't want to just have her die off camera and not know who she was. Let's give her like a Casper's mom treatment. Yeah. (laughs) She just comes in as an angel and is just like, move on, David Duchovny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That works. But yeah, it just, she need, there needed to be a, Less of her, sad cut to a year later. We didn't need the whole explanation of who Minnie Driver was yet. Mm. I would have rather have stuck with the one storyline mm. instead of dissolving back and forth between the two I families. I like that, because then you could cut from Elizabeth to Minnie Driver. Yes. And you got that juxtaposition. Yes. We didn't need the uh, like the, the introductions. Bonnie, you can hire us like any time. Yeah. <laughs> We'll recut your movie for yeah. you for free. For free. We got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl. So Minnie's, Minnie's alive. Minnie's alive and live and kicking. With a very disproportionate star, uh, scar Why for open heart surgery. Musca. She's got to hide it with scarves. <laughs> Which I, okay, I will be 100% honest with you. I had no idea she was looking at a scar in the mirror the first time she complained about it. Yeah. None whatsoever. There was no scar there. I swear to God. We meet a lot of the old guys. The the grandpa group. The dead wives club. Yeah. I liked them. Yeah. They're a little too much, but... There was too much of them, for sure. They're not bad. Not bad. There were way too many voices of reason in this movie. Yeah. So they talk about singers. She rides her bike. Bob is angry all the time. And then Grace mails the letter... To the transplant place to mail to Bob saying thank you for the heart. Yes. 
sorry your family had a, a loss, but I am alive and I will, you know, live to my best ability because I've got this heart. Thank you so much. You know. Yeah. Which is a real thing. If you've ever had an organ donated, uh, they, they don't let you be in contact with the family right away because it's really difficult, as you can imagine. But yeah. um, they do. After a year, you are allowed to email the transplant um, the place where you got your heart from or your organ and um, say, I would like to be in contact with the family if they're open and willing. Yeah. So both sides have to agree to it, and then you can either meet, you can have letter contact, you don't have to know who they are. It can just be a anonymous contact. Yeah. So this time we get our first uh, uh, devil wind. If nobody knows what we're talking about with the devil wind, it's, it's from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He makes me weird. <laughs> And if you haven't seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, what is wrong with you? Bob goes and checks up on the gorillas, but also Grace is there with Bonnie Hunt and her kids to see the gorillas. And Sydney, the gorilla, likes Grace. And also, like, as Bob is leaving and, and um, Grace is entering, they have, like, a little, like, Ooh, magic moment. Magic. This devil magic. wins moment. Yeah. Devil wins. Oh, devil wins. Devil wins. The way she says it is fantastic. <laughs> Bob's got this friend, Charlie. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Who used to work with Elizabeth. And the token he, black character in the movie? Yes. It's got to be one. It's a rom-com. Ugh. No more. No less. Sad. This was Chicago. Yeah. Ugh. Charlie's been trying to get him to date again, you know? So he, he agrees to go out on this date at the restaurant where Grace and her family work. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly's. At this time, Grandpa has given Grace tickets to go to Rome because, I don't know, she hasn't been anywhere and they're super Italian, so... Go to Rome. Go to Rome and do art because she likes to do art when yeah. she's not a waitress. Yeah. There's the hair transplant guy, which is boring. Bob shows up at the restaurant. Grace waits on them. The, his date is very rude. Just an awful person in general. Mm-hmm. But Bob is, like, immediately smitten with Grace. Immediately. She's like, have I, have I seen you somewhere before? Have we met? Oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> he, like, wants to touch her face. Yeah. He wants and to run away together. hair behind the ear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was there. I had to fix it. It's my new look now. My stylist did it. Okay. So Bob talks to Grace. And he leaves. He accidentally leaves his cell phone there. Accidentally on purpose? Accidentally. I don't... When? At what point? He puts the phone awkwardly down on the bar. Okay, this is the time before people could fit their phones in their pockets or had little, like, pouches for their phones. So they... If you see him get up from the thing, he stuffs the I mean, phone in his pants. What are you talking about? Pants. Girls can't put phones in their pockets now. Well, this is a dude. Oh, Okay. So he wait. They didn't have big ass man pockets back then. I don't. You saw him get up. He put the phone down the front of his pants. He well, put, I just thought that was David Duchovny being weird. Maybe th he needed one of those like belt clips for that flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a flip phone though. It had a little bloop. Oh, the flip downy. Just a little one, not like a, but like a not the clamshell phone. Hi girl, hi. I miss my clamshell phone. <laughs> I had one snap. that spun open like that. The sidekick. 
No, it was kind of a ripoff of that, but yeah. Anyway, back when phones were cool. So yeah, he put the phone down on the counter on the on the bar, mm-hmm. put his coat on, and then she hands him the food the, to go. So he forgets his phone there. Um, you know, he she's she's smitten with him too. BT Dubs, they're both uh, making eyes at each other. Yeah, strangely though, like mm-hmm. he's on a date with the most horrible person in the world. Yeah, this is a stupid scene. She's at Bonnie Hunt's house, and she, she and um. Jim Belushi invites a priest over for her to date. I don't know. This was unnecessary. It could have been cut. Bob dresses up to go out to pick up his phone. <laughs> yeah, this was... Uh, why? Why was he also going when the, the restaurant closed? I have no idea. How did he know he could get in? None of this makes sense, David Duchovny. Explain yourself. And why are you paying awkward children to clean up your life? Yeah. Mm. Take care of your dog. Mm-hmm. Clean your house. Just lets all these children just, like, come in and go at all hours of the day. Bring him food. Take his dog for a walk. Why are children taking care of him? I don't know. Where There's are so many questions. <laughs> so he goes to the restaurant. And he joins the, the Lonely Boys Club. Because his wife died. Because his wife died. Grace comes down the stairs. Because they live above the restaurant. Grace comes down. She's already got her hair what is net it? Hair thing? net thing. You know, she's all ready to sleep. Cap. That's what it was. Yeah, she's all ready to sleep. She has to cover her flowers because there's a wind. Wind. Yeah. And so, like, he's out there helping her. He's like, you smell so good. <laughs> Gets the flowers. He asks her out on a date. And then she runs and she tells Bonnie Hunt, I've got a date. And it's the date at Buckingham Fountain. For At 8 o'clock. For some reason. Why you... Okay, real talk. Why are you going to go to Buckingham Fountain at the start of a date? That's like... I don't know. It could have been the end of the date, but I don't think it was the end of the date. No, it was not. That was the beginning. You don't go to Buckingham Fountain at night because there's nothing around. Yeah, it's literally in the middle of a park. Yeah. That's a 20-minute walk to any other restaurant around. I mean, at least to the train. Yeah, and most of them are not even open at 8 o'clock. It's downtown. Yeah. You have to go out of downtown to get food. Yeah. After 8 o'clock. Yeah. Downtown is for tourists. It's like you're just going on State Street. They're all like tourist shops, so they just close. Yeah. You have to go down past the Jackson stop on the red line to get food. South? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To go to go to Chinatown? Yeah. Go to Chinatown. Go to Chinatown, get food. Get food. <laughs> but that's far. From that Buckingham Fountain, that's far. That's yeah. like 30, 45 minutes. I mean, I've walked it. Man, have I walked. I rode I've, my bike. I walked from like Montrose Harbor. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how far. I've also walked from the planetarium. Oh, shit. To Buckingham. Like, I've walked literally like all of the lake. All of Lakeshore? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not all at once, but I've, I've definitely walked a lot of it and there's nothing around <laughs> especially if you have any like dietary concerns which she might because she is a recipient of a transplant mm-hmm. like because i don't think you're supposed to have red meat for a while once you have a, a heart transplant i could see that they should have just stayed in lincoln park or go to streeterville oh yeah yeah go there or go up to boys town i don't know if boys town's their place i mean it's a good place it's our place we'll go I to boys, boys town. town yeah but them, the gay bars are so welcoming in Boys Town. Yeah. They just need to be like 
uh, Clark and Division. Yeah. That's them. Oh, that's where Clark's used to be. Oh, Clark's. Is there an Apple store in place of it? Uh, I don't know what's there now. It's all torn up because of that red line yeah. expansion. That's where the bottom lounge used to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it, yeah, it's not there anymore either. No, that's on the south side. Yeah. That's off the pink line. Yeah. I remember having to go to the new one mm-hmm. um, to see Ludo. That is far. It makes you never want to go to shows. But luckily yeah. there's Reggie's, which is right fucking there on like... Uh, 11th or, or mm-hmm. whatever close 12th i don't know somewhere somewhere like right there but yeah they should have just stayed in lincoln park because lincoln park has good food yeah oh man i used to go to this place and get the best butternut squash ravioli Ooh, they could have gone to um wrigleyville and gotten my favorite pizza yeah dagostino's dagostino's they're the only place that had um st louis uh toasted ravioli mm. in chicago there's this place in Ravenswood. What's that like microbrewery place that has all the beers? I didn't spend a lot of time in Ravenswood. I used to live in Ravenswood. I like know all of Ravenswood. Ravenswood was like the hipster place when oh, I was there. They should have went to Andersonville. Oh yeah, why not? Why not go to Andersonville and get some Swedish food? It's like we we are comparing. <laughs> it is funny though because we're comparing like really early two thousands <laughs> Chicago to. Late 2000 Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, lots changed. Yeah, we, we owned late 2000 Chicago. Andersonville, though. Andersonville is fun. I used to live in Andersonville, too. <laughs> I used to live in Wrigleyville, and I used to live downtown. I used to live... What's next to Wrigleyville? Where did I live? You live next to me. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't Wrigleyville. It was Uptown. Uptown. No, I guess I lived in Wrigleyville. Technically, you lived in Wrigleyville. Technically, I lived in Uptown, but That's I always what it was. say. Because yeah, it was... because you don't want to say you live in Uptown. No, but it was literally a city block yes. from Wrigleyville. Yeah. It was It was right on the edge. Mm-hmm. I never spent enough time on the west side. Like, I would love to, like, go live in Wicker Park or something mm-hmm. with all the hipsters. Mm-hmm. No, I was always a red line gal. Though I did have a boyfriend once who was off the blue line in Jefferson Park. Jefferson Park is nice. Yeah. Irving Park. Irving Park. Right. Irving Park's not bad. Mm-mm. Well, they were rent- They had the, the Target. Right. The new Target. Mm-hmm. I like how I still call it the new Target. Because <laughs> that's what it is. Remember when we got like five new Targets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be like none in Chicago. Yeah. And then and all then, of a like, sudden. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> Welcome to Target. And then, yeah. it, like, that was the one that w- that had two levels. Mm-hmm. And my mom went to it, and she was like, your Target has another level, an upstairs <laughs> and a downstairs. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> my Target is the best Target. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Life. Life. So we're going to do a tour of Chicago. <laughs> Cutaways. We're Walking going. tour of Chicago. We're going back. Back to black. Yeah. Darn it. We'll go stay with Jimmy. He's in Evanston. <gasps> Jimmy! He's be on the podcast. <laughs> yes! Jimmy! Jimmy! Call your mother. Call your mother. <laughs> we'll have his mom on the podcast. Yes! <laughs> Did Jimmy call you? We've been telling him. Did he call you? <laughs> okay, so we got off tangent because we were talking about Buckingham Fountain. Yeah. It is in the, the wrong location for a date. Yeah. It's nice and all. I mean, take your... your it's better during the thing. day. You know what? It's because... You know why they went to Buckingham Fountain? Because the bean didn't exist yet. They would have done it at the... Millennium Park. That didn't exist yet. Millennium Park existed? Yeah, but it wasn't nice. It was garbage. 
<laughs> no, literally, like it didn't exist until like I moved there. I oh, okay. Being... So you you created Millennium Park. I see. Yes. Listen up, children. <laughs> Listen up, Chicago. No, when I moved there, you gotta dedicate Millennium Park. <laughs> to justine it was like a new thing like it was open they had like everything they had the bean they had the the, the, the new dinosaur. concert hall the skating rink it was a big turnaround kind of thing you know it's no longer a park Do of you know landfill the, the, when i was there i got really excited at the concert place in millennium park because they have free wi-fi oh shit <laughs> did you ever go to the cultural center that was right there no it was free really yeah i didn't know that yeah it's, it's great good free art i was terrible i didn't and it's have got a lot the of huge windows so you could see all of millennium park and we lived downtown for two years what i i went to all the museums okay the I did art the whole, institute yeah i went there yeah i did my ferris bueller day off exploration of thing of course went to the top of the sears tower it is right. not the willis building i don't care what you say chicago i reject and refuse your reality and got scared half to death and then mm. immediately went back down. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. we're just going to go. This this <laughs> podcast is about Chicago. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Sorry, Bonnie Hunt and David Duchovny, but fuck y'all. Right. So he takes her to a tall building and he's like, I made this building. <laughs> <laughs> Which originally we're like, how did you get there? Because we thought it was under the fountain. Yeah. Weird weird it looked like underground but yeah. it was on top of a building it was very misleading yeah so then going back to her place he's like going in to like kiss her or touch her and she smacks him like uh, accidentally on a what is this reflex yeah because she has to protect her heart her, scar her decolletage yeah <laughs> he went for it <laughs> and she's just like no nobody can see the scar no one shall see she's like the phantom of the opera <laughs> so she says like she had a sex dream about him and runs off yeah it's, it was a weird bad lie kind of thing you yeah. know you know rom-com blah blah uh but now he's super happy he has a reason to live again and bring his co-workers coffee and not be dicks to them <laughs> not an asshole anymore right if only yeah you just you give the man the sexy sexy time and they just lose that anger yeah they go bowling. So, like, he's, like, in the family now. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden, out of nowhere. He's met the family. He's integrated himself. Yeah. And he's in it. Yeah. They're all best buds. Yeah. And he smooches her. This is after, like, a week of dating. Yeah. They're already, like, making plans to have babies. Yeah. There's backyard date. There's dancing. It's montage. More family hanging out. But he still hasn't seen her scar. Or her naked body. Her naked body. But he is fallen. He's in it. Yeah. And she goes, okay, I'm planning on telling him tonight. Tonight's going to be the night. And Bonnie Hunt's like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. So then she goes over to his place and he burns popcorn. Yeah, he did not know how to make popcorn. He doesn't know how to make how? microwavable popcorn yeah. with the instructions on it. This man is pathetic. Maybe he should have got one of the children to come make it. Yeah. <laughs> Where were his child servants? Yeah. Maybe he so, could have had the dog make it. The, the dog, dog would have done a better job. He was good. He starts a smooching on her and she's just like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs or something. He, I don't know, something happens. Well, so she wants to talk mm -hmm. to him. She has told him that she wants to make him dinner and then talk to him. 
which I guess she made him dinner at his place, and then he tries to make microwavable popcorn and does a terrible job and burns it. Yeah. And it be- the microwave beeps, and so she's like, popcorn's done. Right. Go get the popcorn. Don't kiss me anymore. Yeah. She's taking off her scarf, and then- She's going to tell him. She just yeah, needs- she's going to tell him. A she's, moment of courage. She's got to go upstairs to the den to grab a CD. Yeah. And then she finds it. She finds the article about Elizabeth. And then she finds the letter that she wrote. And the dots have been connected. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I have his dead wife's heart. And she bails. She bails. She, she goes, bails hard. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She bails worse than, like, someone who's got to, like, poop. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, that's a need. Yeah. <laughs> Guys. the poop bail the poop bail I have to be leaving now (laughs) other things do too (laughs) get me away from this fountain (laughs) there are no bathrooms around Buckingham Fountain there really are not no there aren't you are fucked (laughs) (laughs) you use the fountain as a giant toilet if you're gonna hop the gate Someone's I mean, gonna... if somebody really had to poop. Yeah. I feel like I would go to the lake to poop. <laughs> you just like sit up. Okay, you could sit up against the edge of it and no one would know, right? No one would know it's your butt hanging off the edge of the, the lake. Until your poop floats off the, to the sand. Nobody's watching you at that point. <laughs> the homeless people. They gotta poop too. <laughs> Learn their secrets. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the most ridiculous thing we've ever said on the podcast. <laughs> Gorgeous fountain. It is. You should go see it. <laughs> they do um the fireworks and you yeah. know every whatever in in the summer. Yeah. Sunday, I don't know. And they do the fountain to music at that time too. Yeah. Go see it. Plan. Yeah. Plan wisely. Plan wisely. <laughs> These are the things you see. And they tell you when you move to Chicago, you learn survival. <laughs> this as a woman have Mm -hmm. you ever been curious curious about like how a man pees yes okay good now (laughs) that wasn't even a hesitation (laughs) i was just like it's been a lifelong study (laughs) there was there was one night where i was just like fine i'm going for it and just had this like hour-long conversation with sam you waited this long not it wasn't recently no i mean like sam no, yeah. No. No previous boyfriend. No. no. Okay. This boyfriend. This is a husband conversation. That's a husband conversation. To me, it's a husband conversation. Mm. <laughs> he thought it was the weirdest thing in the world. Like, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> He's like, can't there be any mystery in our marriage? And I'm like, no. no I want to know. How do you pee? For women, it's so much easier. <laughs> Well, like, and aiming, like, there's, like, the jokes about right. how they can't aim and stuff like that. And well, so yeah, because like, sometimes it's stronger than, you know, yeah. anticipated. Yeah. So I just, I'm curious. <laughs> and, like, the whole, like, you can't pee with an erection thing. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a thing. That's... Guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys who are listening, email us. <laughs> Tell us how you pee. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. No, not really. Don't. Oh, man. <laughs> The tangents we have. This was related to what now? I don't know. What were we talking about? Buckingham Fountain and not having toilets. She runs away. She runs away from him. She bails. She hardcore bails. That's what we're doing. The poop bail. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're at. Got it. She cries. She goes to Bonnie Hunt. Blah, blah, blah. I'm crying. 
And then, like, the next day, she's talking with her grandpa about running away to Rome. She's going to go to Rome, like, the next day. Mm -hmm. And Bob surprises her with a bike. Like, you ran away from me all scared. Here's a present. With a bike. Expensive bike. I'm going to buy your love, bitch. Yeah. So she's like, I'm telling you I'm going away. I should have told you earlier I'm going away. Also, I had a heart surgery and i I got your wife's heart i got your wife's heart Ah! and i don't want you to be reminded of her so i'm just gonna go and then he's like i gotta go think about things (laughs) and walks off yeah so she goes to rome and is sad she can't paint she's too sad and then she has a nice yeah uh nice old italian gentleman oh this mm. waiter, he'll yeah. take his break just to listen to her story of why she's sad. I mean, they're Italian, so they'll take their break when they damn well please. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's crosscut with him talking mm. to Charlie. Yeah, he's also sad. He tells him, and everybody's just like, "Whoa, bro, that that's crazy. That's crazy." Mamma mia, mamma mia. So Bob goes to the restaurant to talk to the old guys' club. We didn't need this. He had already talked to Charlie. We did not need this. But he says your favorite line. What was my favorite line again? I'll always miss Elizabeth, but I ache for Grace. Oh, that was so weird. <laughs> but I ache for Grace. No. No, bro? No. Mm-mm. Can you describe your displeasure? I ache for it to end. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were saying. <laughs> yep. Why did we need two Yoda moments? That's right. Condense your Yoda moments. Yeah. So... She's in Rome. She lends her bike to a nun. For purposes unknown. Yeah. And uh, Bob's in Rome. Bob, go- he went to Rome. He drove to the back lot. <laughs> went to Little Italy. And uh, he saw the bike. He says, hey, nun, that's my bike. <laughs> he rides up to her. And then he like, what, he's got the nun on the basket. The handlebars. Yeah. And then so he's hiding. And then he like sits the nun down. And he's like, it's me. It's a me and a Mario. It's a me. I'm in a Roma. It's a me and a David the Company. <laughs> I love you. Give me a kiss and let me feel <laughs> your heart. Oh, that's a, the one. <laughs> the one that's always supposed to be with me. It's under my heart now. <laughs> I marry it again. <laughs> <laughs> the gorilla gets a new home. And some old people get married at the end. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do a dramatic reading again? Yes. Let me sit up. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Warm up the pipes. That good? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Um, I'm glad I sound great. Ooh. Uh, Hello. Hello. It's me. (laughs) Hello from the other side. Ooh. Good harmony. I know, right? Um, that was without even trying. Yeah. <laughs> like we ever try. Right. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a dramatic read. Ashley is going to be Bonnie Hunt, the voice of reason. Yep. Yeah. And I'll be the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the one who needs the reasoning. Ready? Yes. Whatever you do, don't shave your legs. Why? Well, then you definitely won't let it go too far. Megan, it's a first date. Yeah? Well, I married a first date, Missy. And you know how it is? You're out with a guy, you find him attractive, and suddenly everything he says sounds brilliant. Hairy legs are your only link to reality. I think you should needlepoint that on a pillow. 
Well, I just might. It kept me a virgin until, you know, whenever. (laughs) And And scene. Some sound advice. I know, right? Ladies. Ladies. Or find a man who doesn't care about your hairy legs. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to shave your legs if you don't want to. Don't shave your legs. Yeah. (laughs) Rock your body. (laughs) Yeah. Keep your hair. Uh, back streets back. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm, that happened. Ah, it's beautiful. I think we are in Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I don't we know are. about you. We got to rate this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Justine, what are you going to rate this movie? I'm going to rate this movie one and a half empty canvases in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> That one's good. I don't know why I gave it one and a half. I mean, it's just so... Uh, Blah. Uh, uh. I mm-hmm. didn't have like a real number. I'm sorry. I'm going to rate this movie one red bicycle. Aww. Only one. Because there was only one in the movie. Mm. Strictly, mostly, you know, the gorilla gets half of that point. And the dog gets the other half. <laughs> the dog gets the other half. <laughs> All the animals. The animals win. The animal acting in this was excellent. was great. Yeah. Yes fantastic mm-hmm. mailbag here's the mail it never fails it makes me wanna wag my tail when i say what a bad way so we have some mail uh from the what were they thinking podcast it's entitled hilarious rom-com podcast five stars mm. i love this show Two gals poking fun at classic and some not-so-classic romantic comedies. They break it down, usually in the order of which the film progresses, Mm -hmm. while talking about the performances and some of the extrinsicities of the people in the movie, as well as completely bonkers plot details. School DJ being an actual job title in She's All That is one of the best observations. Plus, they sometimes have guests, and those are always fun, too. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was so nice. Yeah. yeah. I sense a Hinkley fan. Oh, I do too. (laughs) He's got so many fans. He does. I tell him, but it goes right to his head. It really Mm, does. It does. He has a huge ego now. We'll never have him back on. (laughs) Never. He's too big for the show. He's outgrown it. Yep. The poor Hinkley. The poor Hinkley. We miss him already. It's like he's dead. (laughs) He's kind of dead. He's working holiday, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, next time, we're having a wonderful Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is this is lovely. So we were originally going to have a Nicolas Cage Christmas. But in light of not-so-recent events, uh, we're saying fuck you to Brett Ratner. Yeah. And not watching his movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to watch 2000's Coyote Ugly instead. Coyote Ugly Christmas. Yeah. A much better feminist. It's a feminist. 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 I mean, like, normally we'd have a guest for this type of movie because I've seen it, you've seen it. But no, it's just classic Christmas with the cutaways. Classic Christmas. We'll bring the snow Mm -hmm. and the obvious 90 degree weather that we're obviously going to have on Christmas. Yeah. And uh, the Jersey accents. Yep. Always the Jersey. It's a Jersey Christmas. It's a Jersey Christmas. With Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're giving away too much. Yep. That's next time. That's next, next time. time.
Well, if you like this podcast, why not you become a patron? You can be the patron of the arts like the wonderful Medici family from Italy. I'm given some history. Wow. Right? Yeah. We went to the Getty. It inspired me. Wow. You inspire me. Oh. Well, if you want to be in a Medici, support the Cutaways podcast at patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. You can also find all of this information and more at our website. It's the cutaways.com, not to be confused with the Australian band. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at cutaways podcast. Please leave us comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. And if you want to get a nice little shout out, leave us a little, you know, something, something. A little something, something. A little something, something. something. Some nice cookies, some more milk, hot chocolate, Christmas. Christmas. Well, that's it for now. We hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode of the podcast. Thank you for joining us in our blanket fort. Bye! Hi, I'm Ellen, and I'm scared we exist in the Matrix. I'm Jaslyn, and I'm bad at ad-libbing. <laughs> and you're listening to High, High Expectations, Expectations, the promo. For our international listeners, you can appreciate our cute New Zealand accents. For our local listeners, you might bump into us in the street three times in the same hour. Our podcast is about pop culture, sexuality, relationships, interesting hobbies, banter, and ragging on each other. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or anywhere you might like to find podcasts. Yay! Please subscribe. Goodbye!